This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Good afternoon. I'm Leon Davis with Warren Harper and Leonard Davis. And you're listening to Altitude Adjustment, the twice-a-week podcast about people, politics, and professions. Uh, it is Saturday. Or, I'm sorry, Friday. I'm so used to doing Saturday. It's Friday, 2 p.m. Central Time on November the 19th. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. How are you doing today? All right, man. How are you? I'm doing, doing all great. right. We had a little scare there for a minute with, with Warren. <laughs> <laughs> So, but we got that taken care of. So, yeah, so much for the for the for the unexpected for the gremlins in those machines. Yeah, the spaceship was a little off course. Just had to kind of adjust it, you know. Yeah, we will have to talk about that spaceship one day. Now, remember, you said that I didn't. (laughs) What the spaceship? No, technology demons. Well, he said gremlins. I usually say I used to say demons. He said gremlins. Yeah, well, I like I like those little gremlins. That mo- that was a great movie. Yeah, you know, I never was. seen the movie, but I read the book. You never saw the movie? I never seen the movie, so I'm gonna have to look it up and, and watch it. But oh, I read wow. the book. I've never seen the movie. So we are about to experience history. Oh. And that oh. is we as a country, we're about to have our first. Female of color, female, female of color, president mm-hmm. in the history of the country. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because Joe Biden's supposed to be getting the medical procedure, so he's transferring. So he's transferring power. Power to uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris. Harris. And it, and they're keeping the, it quiet, uh, huh? Was that the colonoscopy I saw scrolling across? Right. I didn't see anything, but right. That's uh, why okay. I put it in there. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's in and out. What do you mean in and out? The procedure. I mean, well, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Day, he may take a day or two, you know. If it took twenty minutes, if, if it took twenty <laughs> minutes, it goes down in history. It goes down yeah, in history, and that's all I said. Okay, we are about I, to experience I, history. I, I get, I get what you're saying. Right now, we will talk about. Um, what you're talking about tomorrow, that's tomorrow's subject, people of color, right? Sure. So we will cover that tomorrow. But for today, history is about to be made. <laughs> and, it, and it just, a blink of an eye, <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> and, and you know, so, oh, ah, yeah, today's show, people huh? People of color. <laughs> People of color. I, I'm look, really looking forward to that one. Yeah. But we'll now do this. That's... Yeah, well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Tomorrow. Very good. <laughs> so, today's topic is stupid people. Now, there's a couple of ways to approach the topic of stupid people. But we're not going to go at stupid people and we might have some definitions of stupid people, but the idea is, uh, for me, was how to define what a stupid person is. 
So mm-hmm. I looked up in the dictionary, stupid is having or showing a great lack of intelligence. Now, I have a problem with that definition mm-hmm. because I believe smart people can be stupid. Yeah. Yes. Intelligence and stupidity are separate. They are separate. And they can coexist. And they can be mutually exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Within so you can be person. you can be a person that's very learned, have degrees, have job experience, and be stupid. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And I think for the most part, I'm just thinking about this off the cuff. An intelligent or smart person would more likely more than likely uh put his stupidity in he would put it in the words but it wouldn't be it would be more in the things that he supports rather than the things he actually says sometimes he wouldn't just say stupid stuff but he would support stupidity you'll have to give me a better example well for example say um well, I'm trying to think of the guy's name who the guy who had those famous debates with uh our brother uh poet uh what was the uh the black poet name, the gay guy. Wasn't really uh, Robert Baldwin? No, no. He's talking about uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. Well who? was it Baldwin? Yeah, Back James Baldwin, yes. It was James Yeah, yeah. I think you were talking about James Baldwin. I think Leonard said something. James different. Baldwin, yeah. James I said Robbery, but it's James. Yeah, you say it Robert, yeah, it's James, yeah, James Baldwin. Baldwin. Right. A lot of you know, I just think that certain people look at us and they may think we're stupid, but they really don't want to call us stupid, but they want to make us look stupid. And I think the, the whole idea of that is stupid in itself is because we know we're not stupid and they, they just don't want to see us as equals. Okay. And I don't know if you can call it stupid, but I'm, I can't think of a better word right now. Well, when you try to so the, there's down. a couple of things that I want to address. And I, and I have mm-hmm. those in my notes to address because you just you brought it up. But I know, so I don't want to veer off too far into, okay. um, I believe that the conversation about stupid people is not a, a uh, what is the term? Um, it's not a theoretical conversation. Okay. I think, I think having a definition for stupid is important because it helps to identify behavior and what is the driving force behind that behavior. So I think okay. identifying what stupid, what is stupid is important. And I, and I think that part of what you were saying addresses some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in, in the video that, that you asked us, me to watch. Oh, that's I, it. I did watch it, mm-hmm. but this guy went really a little deeper than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, it would take a little more time to absorb all the details that he went to, went into. But I'm sure you're ready to um, 
highlight the main points. Well, I, first I want to say that uh, there were three videos. Two of them were five minutes. One was 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, I, and I've included the links in the show notes. So, you know, wherever you find the, uh, you know, go to uh, our the YouTube channel or go to Spotify or uh, one of the other podcast sites and get those links. If you want to do, you know, grab more information about how we, some of the information that we use to, to create this, uh, to, to create this, this show. So anyway, Leonard, you were saying that you had some, uh, some things that you ran across in preparing for the show. Yeah. Well, uh, I was thinking about what, what, what was really interesting was when the video that was talking about the Dunning Kruger effect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very good. And how, uh, people that had less competence in the actual activity thought that they felt more confident. And then, you know, the difference between ability and confidence was paradoxical. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I went through, and I went to listening to the example they gave showing this effect about that Wheeler guy who tried to rob the bank with his face spritzed over in lemon juice <laughs> saying right. because lemon juice was used as an invisible link on paper it'll make me invisible and I'm like <laughs> what was this guy thinking of? what was he thinking of? <clears throat> and, and, I understand. and I don't know if it was just stupid or was that guy mental <laughs> so yeah <laughs> go ahead go ahead I mean if you want to expand it I, I just well I, I I don't even know if I should throw the word out there, but cause they don't, they rarely use it now. It's an old term, but, uh, we used to call it retarded or retardation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that, that's say, more applicable for that, to that guy. These days they're called developmentally disabled. One of those yeah. Yeah. politically correct things. There you go. Yeah. That's a, a politically correct term. This guy was way underdeveloped. <laughs> And and the thing is, thinking I like that. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that he he was a grown man, so he had lived. He knew enough to tie his shoes. He knew enough to cook food. He knew enough to eat. Uh, so he knew enough to reach the age of being able to go into a bank and steal. And he knew that money was of value. So, so at which point was he stupid? So we look at the one action that he performed that um, that we see and we think uh, was really off base, mm -hmm. and then we call him stupid. But my thing is, is that stupid isn't one act. It's got to be a lifestyle. A stupid person is a stupid person by nature or by, okay. by performance and not just by one act. Would you think? Yeah, I agree with you to a point. And in this guy's situation, that's the only one circumstance that we know right. of. We we don't we don't know the rest of his lifestyle. We can only guess and assume that he may have done equally stupid things, and he may have not. But it's kind of hard to imagine him doing that that he hasn't done other stupid shit. Come on now, <laughs> right? Is 
<laughs> so that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is that is that my thought is is that stupidity has to have in it in the definition of stupidity or the understanding of stupidity that it's not just people making um one crazy act or one act that that does not seem to show a good use of logic and reason right so so one of the terms that i think uh, a lot of times i hear a lot of times people use and i think a lot of times they I don't want to say misuse it, but I don't think that they fully use it to its its full potential. And that's uh, common sense. Mm -hmm. So the whole idea about common sense is, is that we have shared our, our common experiences and common understanding of what is logical or reasonable in those experiences. So, so let's take, um, so, so as an example to, to, to bring home that idea, if you don't go rock climbing, if you're not a rock climber uh -huh. and, and someone takes you rock climbing, all of the people out there who's accustomed to rock climbing are going to instantly know what to do because they have a shared sense of knowledge. Yeah. You as a as a someone who has never been exposed to that is not going to have any sense of what to do first. Uh, you know, so there's not going to be any common sense. You're going to have sure. to learn that, but that doesn't make you stupid. I agree. You you don't have the knowledge because it hasn't been exposed to you. You've never learned it. Right. And so, and so what if, um, what if, um, oh, um, so, so, oh, are you there? Are you with me? All right. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. All right. So, it, so. So at what point does, you know, sorry, like I said, I heard a lot of people say common sense. Not everything is common to all people. Right. And so True. at what point is what point does does lack of common sense become stupidity? You you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The person, the person that's that so your friend takes you rock climbing. You have no idea what's going on. Other rock climbers see you. And one rock climber says, oh, that person's stupid because they don't know how to put on a harness. But you're not stupid. Right. You're, you're yeah. only the, your only problem is, is that you don't know. You've never been exposed to this. But logically and reasonably, given a few moments, you'll figure out completely how to put the harness on. Um, what you're going to do next, you know, it's rock climbing. So you're not going to try to, uh, swing from a tree. Right. <laughs> because you know that that's not rock climbing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a situation where you have to, um, kind of understand or know what a person at a certain stage in life or experience 
should know just basically from life experience. For example, let's say a person has some fireworks. We People were doing fireworks and one individual had a firecracker and they would say this was an adult or at least in a mature teen. They liked the firecracker and hold it in their hand while it explodes. I think most people would say that was lack of common sense because you should know that those things explode and, and they're harmful. However, that person may have not popped fireworks. They may have not been exposed to that. So I think it's kind of a judgment on that person to assume that they should know better. But I think in most cases, we kind of do that because once you get a certain age, we expect you to know certain things because you're mature enough. Because you've been exposed to them or you should have been exposed to them. Should have been exposed to it. Right. I get it. And so. um, So in the case of the fireworks, you know, so somebody someone holds that um, if you. Uh, give fireworks to someone and you're not aware of their, you assume that they've dealt with fireworks before you make the assumption, just like we, we tend to do. And like I said, when a lot of times when I think people use the term common sense, they make the assumption mm-hmm. that the person should be aware that this is common knowledge that this is easily identifiable as something that you should know simply from the fact that you reach the age of 18, 20, whatever the case may be, 30, 60. You figure a 60-year-old man uh, knows not to walk out in the middle of traffic. Yeah. But if that 60-year-old man grew up... um, not in the, in an area that had a lot of vehicles. And when they walk across the street, everybody stops. Everybody makes mm-hmm. sure that they, that, that they work to avoid having a vehicle collision with a pedestrian. Then that person gets to a, a place where they don't give a rat's ass about you being a pedestrian. They'll roll over you like, uh, so much paper yeah. and they say, well, it's common sense. That person should have figured out that they were going to get hit. Well, that person's experiences has always brought about that people in the vehicle gave the right of way to the pedestrian. That's, that's all I'm saying. So, so, so there's more to common sense or more to, to defining stupidity than just what seems to be, a bad act. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only thing is, it's just that when people do certain things and we go to punish them, we punish them a lot of times for bad behavior and not for what they actually did. Mm-hmm. Like a man who got caught playing on his wife. And then he's facing criminal charges for another crime. 
he might not have committed the other crime, but he got convicted because as a whole, our, st our society still frowns on a man having sexual relations outside of his family with his wife. So, so in this, in the sense of a crime, I, I think that there's a different standard there. And, and, the, and the, the reason is I think ignorance of the law is no excuse. Even if you've had no experience with the law, you still have to be held to the standard of the law, because if we right. let you get away with it, then what's to stop another person from saying, Hey, I didn't know either just because I've lived in a society since I was born does, you know, you know what I'm saying? So in the mm -hmm. case of the law, it does not matter what you, if you have an understanding of the law or even an appreciation of the law, the fact is that the law has to be maintained for the functionality of the society as a whole whole. So I, I think that that has a different way in, in, in the conversation about, um, you know, stupidity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, then we uh, talk about Bonhoeffer. Mm -hmm. And that was the second video we went. And he said the root of the problem is with stupidity and not malice. Mm -hmm. He said that people that are doing things that are malice is not because they are being that way intentionally, just being stupid by his, by his rule. Uh, for example, he said they'll run by slogans, like a big slogan we hear in our society today is critical race theory. Don't let your kids go to these schools because these African-American teachers and principals are gonna teach them critical race theory. And it doesn't matter that it's wrong. It's wrong, but we just have to get people to get scared and have our reaction. And another thing we talk, they talk about the stupid people or what's called stupid people is they don't care about facts. Facts be damned. You can't reason with them because they're not going to listen to reason. They're not going to listen to facts. They're just going to take their opinion and what they think, and that's what they're going to run with no matter what. Yeah, but there was another aspect of the video that I think you kind of overlooked um, okay. where he talked about the, the mental state of those people functioning in that group mm -hmm. so that they, in other words, um, they subordinate subordinate their logic and reason to the mm -hmm. group right because of the power dynamic mm -hmm. and so at that point they have become stupid because like you just said there's no logic and reason that's going to um get them to look at the situation critically right so like you just said um, there are a lot of people who reacted negatively to the idea of critical race theory without ever even knowing what critical race theory was. Right. And that, and that uh, another stupid person 
described what critical race theory was, had it wrong, but because they were so caught up in their own stupidity, refused to even do any investigative work on it, and yet they're influencing other people in how to react to that whole scenario. So you got, in essence, the blind leading the blind. Yes. But, and nobody's going to uh, do anything uh, to, to try to educate themselves better because, as you said, there's a paradox there. They know yeah. enough to be dangerous, and so they believe they don't have to do anymore. Well, they, they believe they know everything, and they've been, especially in our society, depending on who you are, when something came out of your mouth, it was just accepted as fact. It was just accepted as that's the way things are. And they get used to that. Then they get to a point to where they find out that's not the case. And the way the way they know to react is with violence, with threats, and with pushing intimidation. That's the way they reacted to it. And that's a and, and then, that's another sign of a stupid person, isn't it? That was in the in the examples that in the videos that, that they talked about, another sign of a of a, a stupid person is that they act out of violence. Right. They 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 act well, number one, like you the point you was making, they 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 made themselves stupid on purpose. This was their action. And then you try to tell them the right way you try to describe and Let's see. The, I hope I hear. I hear wrote that down. Yeah, that the, uh, those videos they, were while while they were short, it packed a lot of pertinent information in it. I think. Yes. And they said they they just they they responded with anger and with with a lot of basically they they responded with malice. Uh, Facts be damned. This is what I want to have. This is what I want to do. And if you don't accept my way, I don't want to have a vote with you over ideas. It's just time to kill you. Time to get you out the way. Throw you in prison. Throw you in jail. Which is what happened to Bonhoeffer in his society. Uh, Hitler went after Oh yeah, people like him and had him thrown in jail. All the intellectuals. The first thing that that the first thing that when people um, want to get into power is they get rid of all the intellectuals because right. those people aren't easily. You have to give them a reason to follow you, and not exactly. just the fact that you want to be um, the leader. You got to come up with something better. Right. Right. You got to. You got to prove your worth to them. Mm -hmm. They don't just they don't automatically want yield to power itself. They mm -hmm. want to. They want it to make sense and be a benefit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and 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 so, yeah. Go ahead. No. Now I'm getting ready to say a perfect example was the previous guy here, and you know he said he that interview he did with Leslie Starr was 60 Minutes. Well, and she confirmed him about it. She say. Uh, you know, why do you always going to say the media's lying and this? He said, well, I got to say that so pe and say it enough times so people believe it. 
So when I say it, they'll believe me and they won't believe you. I mean, he, he, he said what he, he said what he did. He said what he did. So he's the reason. So it's a lot of that, like you said, they try to get the intellectuals and critical thinkers out the way. So there's less of a chance of people a resistance coming up against their power. Mm -hmm. So I think it was, I think it was, well, uh, Warren talked about it too, uh, but you both talked about it, uh, which I thought was interesting. The more you know, the more you realize that you don't know much. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that, that kind of leads back to that whole critical race theory thing. Uh, I just kind of looked this up. Let, let me read this uh, one definition here, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Read it up. Critical race theory is a framework of analysis grounded in the critical theory and an academic movement of civil rights scholars and activists who seek to examine the intersection of race and law in the United States and to challenge mainstream American liberal approaches to racial justice. That's that definition. And I think even you can argue whether they understand the definition of it, they understand the outcome of what, what's being uh, discussed here. And they fear that the results, the results are that the younger generation, when they get the knowledge that's being discussed, they're gonna look back and question and challenged everything that's being taught has been taught and they're going to see a lot of things differently now and that's not what the older generation wants they want to bury the past they want to keep everything hidden so that younger white folks basically coming up will still be blind to what what happened in the past they want to they want to erase the history well like you was talking about critical race theory i remember watching the show a week or two ago, they said, first of all, it was before certain people tried to make an issue, making the issue out of it like they're doing currently. It mm -hmm. was taught really only in law schools. Right. And then it was just about, and, and to, to simplify what you just said, the definition you just said, they were just talking about the effect of racial attitudes on the history of lawmaking in America and why certain laws were passed mm -hmm. why certain parts of the country you get all these you know you got these crazy laws and like you said the activists and the academics are like okay let's challenge this based upon a false basically a false narrative saying that um, it was basically against us black people couldn't think we didn't have the minds we didn't have the capacity to do critical thinking all that so therefore we needed the europeans the caucasian to think for us so and it was you know it was just crazy all of it was crazy so i'm gonna I'm go back to something an idea that you put forth uh warren that mm -hmm. the younger generation is going to come through and and then uh, challenge the ideas that that are in place now, I, I, I'll agree with you that sometimes the ideas do get challenged. 
But my thought is, even if 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 smarter people can still be stupid, can still well, get true. stuck on stupid. Yeah. If they can get stuck I didn't on say there was going to be a revolution now. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying there is a lot of fear in certain people about the truth being told. You know, they they just want to prevent certain things, but we don't know how you can't predict how people are going to react, but certain people are definitely fearful of that. Well, there's been in the last so many years, there's been the change when we haven't kept up to the mandates of the old, like school desegregation was one thing where you had at early ages, Caucasians and blacks and Asians and Hispanics, they all going to school together and they growing up. Some people kept the old ways, but a lot of this stereotyping was breaking down and people learn to accept each other. They learn it like King used to say, you judge by the content of the character and not the color of the skin. Okay, so so a lot of that has been going. So a lot of the old stuff that separated us is going to the wayside. And that's what we're seeing now with all this hateful, scary politics. Uh, there's some people who, who, who look and see in, in, in the next 10 to 15 years, if they don't do something, is going to change and those type of people would be out of the power structure a lot of them would be out of the power structure so they they're stopping and this is their effect now to stop it so so how does so how does so one of the one of the definitions or one of the 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 one video the uh five the five points of or of uh, stupidity. Uh, he talked about mm -hmm. um, oh shoot, it, it just jumped out of my head. Um, geez, all right, I'm gonna have to come back to it because because I <laughs> I was trying to remember the name and then the point I was trying to make <laughs> kind of went by the wayside. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, um, that five laws deal got really, really deep in detail. He did. And I'll be honest, I didn't get into yes, it. Did. I didn't get past number three because it was so <laughs> uh, it was so yeah. deep. I'm, I'm like, I'm still looking at it. But yeah, number three really expanded. Yeah. And really got into detail, yes. But here's here's one that really stands out is simple and straight to the point number one says we all underestimate the number of stupid people and that makes you think right there how many people because you never realized well how many people really are stupid, stupid. you know you mm -hmm. think that's a an isolated situation to run across the stupid people but this makes you think well maybe a whole lot of people are stupid. yeah we run, <laughs> well, we run across them quite often don't we <laughs> yeah. Well, just when I look We're at this COVID, when I look at this COVID thing, exactly. and all of these people that's going against the COVID, and going against the vaccinations, going against masks, mm -hmm. and and like one case I I just remember real plainly, where the CBS uh, reporter was talking to a guy in Louisiana in the hospital bed, 
barely survived being on the ventilator. And, you know, the reporter was all in plastic and the guy was in quarantine. They said, when you rather had a shot and prevented you from going through all of this, and that guy go, no, they taking away my freedom and doing it. It's like, look at this, you knucklehead. <laughs> and see, and that's my point about about stupidity. Is it is it stupidity to be willing to die for something that you believe in? Hmm. That's a good point there. That's a good question. I because... think a lot of people would say no. Right. They would say no. But yet I think a lot of people would say no. But yet it, that a simple friggin' vaccine would have kept him off a fucking ventilator, kept him breathing, and allowed him to do take care of his kids, take care of his family. But for him, that was a line in the sand. Mm-hmm. And so to well, me, it looks and me... sounds stupid. But to him, it was a revelation. Well, it's just like that question that you just asked. A lot of people would have said that about African-Americans back in the 50s and 60s. Why y'all went through all of this civil rights stuff? Why didn't you just go along with what was done and kept your place and been subservient and not try to get your equality? I'm not understanding uh, that. Huh? I'm not, I'm, I'm not understanding what the point you're making. Okay, okay. Why were y'all going through all them marches? Why were y'all doing all of them sit-ins? How many times did people get put in jail to get beat over the head? Right, I understand all that. I mean, why why is that significant, I guess? Okay, reason why it's significant, like that guy with the COVID, and why didn't he just go get the shot? Mm -hmm. Why didn't the blacks back in the day just go along with the program, in other words, just accept. I'm not understanding. I'm just saying there's people that would ask that the other way. Just accept that y'all were second-class citizens. You're only here if we need you for like, when we go to war, we want to draft you and throw you on the front line and make sure- I guess I'm not, I don't safe. understand how that has anything to do with a guy taking care of his life. Okay, I'm not going to be able to explain it to you. Well, I mean, I mean, it. why would anybody be a second-class citizen? The, the the guy wasn't trying to be second class when he didn't take the the vaccine. He didn't take the vaccine because he had a stand up principle. That's a stand up principle. He, but being a second class citizen claimed, has nothing to do with a stand up principle. He claimed he claimed it was my freedom, but see he didn't uh, he refused. Right, to it's a stand up principle. He refused to accept the fact that he at home with this he puts his family at risk. Mm-hmm. He yeah. puts everybody he comes to comes into contact at risk. Right. What I'm saying is, somebody say, "Well, weren't you black stupid for trying to go against the law? After all, discrimination was the law of the land at the time. And what made you think you could go against that law and you not get affected? Were y'all being stupid for trying to think that you could get rights e- even with everybody else? I'm just saying there's. Some people could turn that point toward them and say, "Y'all." I I just think that that those have no connection whatsoever. Just for me, because right. because the the guy the, the guy made a stand of principle. He, he wasn't. He made a stand of principle. 
the 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 in the in the in the idea of civil rights, it's a stand of principle to not be treated like a second class citizen. I, I don't I why okay 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 I okay I I don't okay. so anyway I don't I don't quite get that either, but I just wanted to add this to that guy's attitude and behavior about what he was saying about his freedom. I call, I, I connect that with the culture of certain people mm -hmm. in this country, how it, how it was founded, what these people believed and how it affects how they feel today. You know, that old saying from, and I forget who said, said it, give me liberty or give me death. That reflects oh, what that guy was saying. He'd rather die Benjamin than to have his liberty or his freedom taken. And this this is nothing new. This is goes back. It's it's ingrained right. in the way certain people think. Right. And that's a, thing, that's that's a stand of principle. Mm -hmm. Go the ahead. I'm sorry. I disagree with him with if he has something that only affected him yeah, let him do it. I, I, I say, in my heart of hearts, what I believe is, if he wanted to really, really kill himself, just go get one of them guns I'm sure he had, and blow himself in the brains and save everybody, everybody a lot of pain. But you, with this COVID, you have something that affects everybody else. And what a lot of these people don't realize or don't want to accept with all your so-called rights, constitutional rights and all that, comes responsibility too. Like you can't, it's been proven and it's been, it's been made by court action. You can't just stand up and, and yell and scream, fire in a crowded theater and there's no fire. And, and then claim I got first amendment rights, freedom of speech. No, you don't get to do that. There, there, there are some, there are some uh, controls, I guess, or restrictions on what your rights are. Like, you know, my rights to do whatever stops where Leon's rights and your rights begin. But that's if I, I agree with you. you. Huh? That, but that's if I agree with you. See, the, the, guy, that, the guy that says the, that you're talking about, that mm -hmm. they get COVID and they're going to infect other people. And that they shouldn't want to infect other people. If if he agrees with you, if you if there's an agreement between you that this is the how we're going to operate as a society, then holding that person accountable for the his behavior towards the group becomes important. But if the individual has decided that my rights are absolute apart from the group, mm -hmm. then the thing that you're talking about doesn't apply to them. They don't see it as applying yeah. to them because right. they're, they're not seeing themselves as a part of the group. They're seeing themselves as an individual. And that all of my rights are independent of whether or not you get infected or not. Right. I mean, that's you're, you're correct. And that's the way they're seeing it. But, you know, there is, for example, like our society has determined 
a way it's going to operate in regards to people going in and robbing banks, robbing stores or whatnot. It's considered a crime in every state in the union. And if you do it, the law enforcement is going to come after you. No matter what you consider is your right. You may decide that I got the right to rob this bank. They sitting over there with all that money and I need some. So I'm just going to go pull this robbery. Well, if you do it, understand that the local police is going to come after you and the FBI is going to come after you. So how does that apply to the guy getting the shot? Well, like you said, just a thought now, just a thought. He determined that no matter what society is going to operate as, this is my freedom and I'm going to do with it what I want, no matter who affects, no matter who it affects, no matter who it damages, no matter who it hurts. Right, but he can do that since there's no law stopping him, right? I don't know if it was the laws had been passed at the time because, you know, laws have been passed and now they're fighting laws. There's cases in court about against the vaccine mandates. Uh, A lot of states like Alabama was one that passed the law saying uh, private companies can't mandate their employees get uh, vaccinations. Okay, so... So the guy, the person, it was a guy, mm-hmm. girl, whatever, he, she, they, the person, <laughs> the person <Uh-oh. laughs> has decided that I'm not going to get a shot because I don't want to, for whatever the reason is, whatever the reason is, right? So that person then is their behavior. So even though that, Logically and reasonably, you and I believe that the vaccine will save a lot of lives, will keep you from infecting other people. So, so we believe that that vaccine, that you should take, that that person should take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. That person decides that they don't want to take the vaccine. And, and so you're saying that that person is not operating on logic and reason. From my point of view. From your point of view. Yes. Right. He's and not so, operating on logic or reason. Okay. And so if you look at that person's logic and reason, that person's logic and reason is I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. I understand. Yes. So logically and reasonably, that person has a logical, reasonable argument. You just disagree with their logic and reason. I disagree with his logic and reason. And the science that is available to us disagrees with his logic and reasoning. Okay, so now but, so now you're trying to drag the science on your side it, against it him. It ain't me dragging it on my side. It's proven that people that get the vaccination. It's proven because you choose to believe that. What if that person doesn't believe that science? Okay, he he has said, no matter what, I'm not going to believe anything that comes out against what I think. Right. I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not going to do it. Right. And that's what we. That's what we said was one of the traits of the people we're talking about. You, there's no reasoning. They're not going to believe any facts. Facts be damned. They have made up their mind with what they want, and they're going to go with it, come hell or high water. 
And why do you think they feel that they're right to put themselves over other people? Because, well, I believe one of the things are they were told that they're right. There's a lot of people putting disinformation out there and scaring the heck out of these people and being told that they were being told that you're right. Don't trust this. Don't do this. Don't don't try to fight this COVID because they're putting the medication in salad dressings. That was one of that was one of the things that 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 was spread. Uh uh they they, they would and, and and one of the main networks that spread this junk, this garbage, there, you know, it came out that they had internal memos that told all their employees, we're not doing no work from home. So if you want to come in here and do your job, you got to go get the shot. Now you ask their personalities and they won't admit that they got vaccinations, but they did because the head of their company, when they got vaccination back when they, back in November of last year, he went and got his. Well, and okay. Previous- so, so let me, let me, let me, Play devil's advocate here. Okay. So um, my going and get the shot, does that mean I endorse the shot? Just because I got the shot, does that mean I endorse it? I would say no. You just <laughs> decided to take it. Endorsement, I think, is something you do publicly. and It's and something you do out. actively. Actively. Now, what I say to, to the... To the... Uh, to what you just said, you don't take the shot to keep going for your benefit and then get out there publicly and tell everybody else not to get it, something that you did. Let's say I don't endorse the shot. I am a cautious person. I took the shot because I think there might be a chance, but I don't necessarily believe it. So I think a lot of people did that. So if I go out into public, I, I give my belief, which is, I don't believe this shot has done anything is going to do anything. And I took the shot. Does that make me endorse? Is that an endorsement of the shot? No, it it is not. It in and of itself is not an endorsement. But what I'm saying is you don't go take the shot. And then go tell every you don't go take the shot, and then tell everybody else not to take it because why not? You don't believe it's good. Why? Why not? If, if that's your if that's your thought or your feeling or your opinion, whatever, then don't take the shot. And then get sent. You're being absolutist. You're, you're being absolutist. Not going to think that way. You're, you're being absolutist. There you are can't people. Tell people how to think. I'm not telling them how to think. I'm what I'm saying is don't come to me and tell me after you got the shot, tell me not to get it. Now you can what you can say is, you know, I don't believe it. See, be like you said, be public about it. I don't believe it. I don't believe in none what they're telling me. But, but if you know I what? if I got the shot, I, I had to get the shot because my boss told me I would lose my job if I didn't get the shot. So if be I if be I got friend. the shot, who who is best to tell you? whether to get the shot or not. 
but somebody that has taken the shot. Isn't that the best person to tell you to take the shot or not? It can be. Okay. So, so why, why rail against that individual for, for saying, for saying that they're actually the best person to tell you that. Yeah, I would think so. Again, that's that again, you're talking about from the perspective of that person. Only thing I'm saying is, don't go take the shot and then okay. tell me I shouldn't take it. I, I, you you took can't it tell people what to do. And um, I'm trying to get you to expand on your, if if there's, if anybody can tell you not to take the shot, it's the person who's taking the shot. Anybody that has not taken the shot and tells you not to take the shot hasn't a leg to stand on, do they? Not really. They just have an opinion. They just have an opinion. Yeah. And this person, but this person did it for their own financial motive. In other words, whatever the reason is, I understand what you're, what you're trying to do is, is you're, you're, you're looking past the obvious and trying to get to motivation. And motivation isn't always the only way to examine something. Correct. So, so the person, one of the things that's important is humility. One of the things for me, mm-hmm. um, there's that paradox that we just, we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And the paradox is, is that when you know a little, you become, you, you see things in absolutes. The more you know, the less you see absolutes. So, so be able to put yourself, one of the things that I've learned uh, in high school, I think it was, when you have an argument, Mm -hmm. and I mean, not when you are in a conflict, I mean, when you have an idea and there is a competing idea In order to know if your idea is solid, you have to be able to make the other side's argument better. Because if you're only looking at your side of the argument and you can only make your side of the argument, you don't see the holes and the weaknesses in your own argument. Hmm. And that's where humility comes in. I can't, I can't, I'm looking at those guys' arguments. And while I don't agree with them, I have to try to understand why they're making those arguments, which is what you're doing. You you are adding a particular motivation, but there's probably more than one motivation. And so if there's multiple motivations, then I have to try to look at the argument through multiple motivations. If I look at a different motivation, it may make some sense. Okay. Now, okay. A word you mentioned a couple of times was humility. Mm -hmm. Part of humility is telling the truth. What is the truth of your motivation in this whole thing? Where does does truth come in humility? Part of you, you see humility. Humility you means see, humbleness. It has nothing to do with truth. 
It's humbleness. Okay. That's what humility okay. is. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a truth or false thing when you talk about <laughs> you, can be, you can be a humble liar. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Humbleness okay. means that you are allowing for, you know, other people to, you're not, um, uh, look up humble. Give me a definition for humble, please. Okay, let me see. Because I may be wrong. I may be wrong. So okay, so give me a, a definition of humble. Because I may be operating, you know, I, I may be operating on old, old ideas. That's okay. Let's, let's, let's look up humble. Yeah. Look up humble. And then, and then I'll, I'll, I'll either stand corrected or um, I, I can go forward with the idea. Okay. Humble. Having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. That's one definition. Okay. Another definition is of low social, administrative, or political rank. And then another one, the verb humble, it means to lower in dignity or importance. Okay. Hmm. So now, your definition of humble includes truth. I'm not going to deny that. Okay. So in order for us to have the conversation, I have to now recognize that for you, humble has to include truth. Because okay. in order for us to have the conversation to be able to understand each other, we have to work on common ideas, right? Correct. I, so I have to understand what you mean when you say humble. So I now understand that. Okay. Fair? Yeah, fair enough. Okay. <clears throat> That's not, you, you know, know, I'm not when I when I when I when I when we talk and and I push back, it is not right. an attempt to make myself right. It is I that's not right. what I try to do. I, I don't right. I yeah. try to there are things that I there are things we talked earlier about common knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't have the common knowledge. So it appeared that there was a conflict of ideas. Mm -hmm. So in order for that, in order for us to move forward with a better conversation, I had to understand what you meant that because okay. it was different than what I understood. All right. And that's all I'm saying is that, you know, it, it was a chance for me to learn. Right. I mean, you had, when I look at all of this, you had me consider some things too. I, it was like a few, a few weeks ago, a month ago, I was just saying how things were stupid. You said, no, it's not stupid. They just have a different opinion than you. And that was something. And I was like, okay, because I rattled against people that, downplay my point of view because I had different opinion there. So I started looking at it different. And that was the complexity that I was looking at this whole thing about stupid people. Mm -hmm. And then I had to find out what these videos were really calling, were really calling stupid people. Mm -hmm. I didn't 
agree with necessarily, at least when I first got into it, that they, it wasn't because of their malice. They were just, they were just being who they were. They, you know, and they said that the stupidity wasn't a, it was a moral defect. And I don't necessarily and agree with that. I that I didn't agree. That I don't I didn't agree, agree with. That. with. I see everybody, everybody who got whatever opinion they got, they chose. They're choosing to have that opinion. Yeah, but but I I, I don't think that I don't I don't think that they're morally bankrupt. Necessarily, there are some people who are morally bankrupt, but moral bankruptcy to me is intentional. You can't you can't be morally bankrupt uh, accidentally. Correct. Because <laughs> you know someone says to you, uh, it is morally good to give to charity. That is mm -hmm. something that we do in our society. It's a big thing. And so if you yeah. give to no charities, it is not mm -hmm. by accident that you don't give to charities. It is a choice. Right. So that right. moral bankruptcy is a choice. It is not by accident. Correct. So stupid people, I think, you know, when you start adding moral bankruptcy in there, um, is that uh, part of the thing in the videos was, is that the stupidity was not necessarily all on them. And I thought that that was interesting. Hmm. All right, you guys want to, we, we are done for the, for the day. And obviously this is a conversation that can go on and on and on. And as much as we love to talk, we would love to go on and on and on. But we're going to get some chow. We're going to sit back and kick it and get ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow topic is people of color. And that proves to be just as spirited a conversation as the one we had today. Oh, you think? Oh, man, I'm oh, looking forward to it. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. <laughs> okay. Because just just so people know, when we discussed having the topic, these guys had to bite their lip because we, we have a policy in place to not have the conversation before we have the conversation on a camera or on the microphones so that we're not uh, giving away all the goodies until the show. So... Uh, so, so these guys are like, I want to do this show now. <laughs> no, I wanted to go back and bring some different flavor into the conversation, but since we ha haven't had a chance to do that, we'll just have to wing it ourselves. But I think the three of us, we, we don't really have people of color. I, I don't think it's a fair. Uh, so you start the conversation. <laughs> you start the conversation. I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna end it right there. End it right. There. <laughs> I told you. I told you. He he can't. They can't wait. They cannot wait to get into these conversations. So when we oh, pick boy. these topics, they are raring to go, baby. All right. Yes, yes. All, all right. the color people said. All the color people said. We'll see you tomorrow. See you later. See you tomorrow. All right. That concludes this episode of Altitude Adjustment, and thank you for listening. 
This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and Twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including Stitcher.com, the iTunes Store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares, and comments. So please, like, share, and comment on this and other episodes of Altitude Adjustment, because it matters. And as always, look out for the other guy, because they may not be looking out for you. <laughs>